Hello and welcome back to the HFFL pod. Boys, I have about 20 minutes here. I have no notes. I have no plan. I have nothing. But the league needs content. And with me having a baby this year, well, not me specifically, but us having a baby this year, and, you know, my Achilles injury, I have just totally zapped for time. It's just not something that I'm really able to do this year. Um, just, you know, putting the baby to bed, helping feed the baby, blah, 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 blah. It's just not there this year. So trying my best here to squeeze them in. If anybody else wants to do a pod, please throw it together. This league's starving for content currently. So I'm going to go over the trades a little bit. I'm going to go over the draft a little bit. I'm just going to talk a little shit. Like, there is literally no plan here. I just wanted to talk. I got 20 minutes. I just want to talk HFFL here for a little bit. All right, so looking at the trades, <clears throat> there's been 20. I'm not going to go through all of them here, but there's been 20 uh, since the draft kind of really got everybody going. You know, the, the offseason kind of kicked off here. Uh, the first kind of notable one here was Rich and Rich and Brendan. Uh, Rich gave up one, 1.12 and a third. Uh, Brendan gave up his first and second this year. Um, I actually texted uh, uh, Rich at the time. I actually really liked this deal for him. Um, I was actually with Kellen and Brendan like the whole week up to this trade happening. And they were like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to get a deal here because uh, Brendan desperately wanted to move into this draft. And Kellen was, you know, just kind of milking him, seeing what he could, uh, what he could get out of him. But for Rich, I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of Brendan's team this year. <clears throat> I've got him, you know, in my preliminary stuff. I haven't really looked at anything since, you know, the offseason's kind of kicked off here in the draft and all that. But uh, preliminarily this year, I think Brendan is in that bottom grouping of teams that has a shot at 1.01. So. Uh, for Rich, trading a late first, getting a first and a second, which will, I mean, at worst case, be mid, best case, be high. I love it for Rich. Uh, next trade was Scott and Dave. Um, Kenny Pickett in 110 goes to Dave for Geno Smith and Deontay Johnson. Uh, this is just Rich, or excuse me, Scott, accumulating wide receiver assets. Um, I actually like this move for Dave as well, you know, getting a young player in Kenny Pickett, getting a first-round pick. Uh, nice move there. I think that was a pretty even trade. Then the one, this one doesn't really make a ton of sense to me here. This is Rich and Orico. Uh, DPJ was like the most sought-after player in free agency. Probably should not have been a free agent. Um, and then he's able, you know, Orico lands him in free agency, spending his whole budget on him, and then turns his third next year into my second next year. So Rich gives up my second. Orico gives up his third. I mean, we're talking. Let, let's just say it's mid-round to mid-round. Like I don't think it is, but let's just say it is. Like, well, I don't really see the point. Like, I think DPJ is worth more than a one-round move up. Um, so, again, nice, nice trade there for Rich. The off-season of Rich continues. We had the off-season of Walt a few years back. Um, it's been pretty inarguable at this point that this has been the off-season of Rich. Uh, next trade, <clears throat> Walt and Ryan. Or, no, excuse me, Ryan and Rich. Ryan gives up 113 and 201. Rich gives up 203, 204, 207, and a second next year from Brendan. I actually really like this trade for Ryan. I mean, that's a lot of assets to pick up. You move him back a couple spots. You know, good good move. I, I get it from Rich's perspective, too. He probably had a guy on his mind there to go get. Um, it would be very interesting to see. I'm hoping that we can get everybody to, you know, whether that I'm there or not, but get everybody together and talk about this draft. I mean, there was really three or four main players. I think it'd be really cool to have those three or four main guys do a pod and just talk about how it all kind of played out. Uh, that trade's irrelevant. Kellen and Arico made a trade. Kellen gives up 114. Arico gives up 202 and a third next year. Pretty cheap little move up. You know, anytime you can move up for a third to get your guy, you 100% do it. Um, then, oh, a funny, you know, the rest of these are kind of just seconds, thirds, whatever. But a funny trade that happened was when we were camping, um, me and Walt were getting after it a little bit. I had had a, a few too many. And I was on the clock, and we had terrible service. I'm cooking dinner. I'm 
feeling real good. We ha I haven't eaten anything since a sandwich. You know, it's like nine o'clock at night. Hadn't eaten since lunch. I'm feeling great. And I'm on the clock. I have no idea who's even been picked because I have no service. I can't really pay attention. And all of a sudden, Walt says to me, hey, I'll give you my second next year for this pick. And I was like, hell yeah, so send it over. So he says he sends it, send it. <clears throat> I'm sitting there cooking these burgers, trying like hell to get this thing to load, because if you know Walt, you know he's going to revoke in no time. And I see it, I just click it, hit accept from the email, don't even think nothing about it. And then, you know, getting ready to sit down and have my dinner, and I look, and it's Corey's second that he traded me. It's a total, he duped me. He said my second. He tried to play it off, say he didn't, but even admitted it the next day. He said my second. So it, 100% on me, too many beers, got too excited, but good on Walt. He got one over on me there, so you son of a bitch, you got me good there. Uh, a couple more trades here. Again, just kind of late picks for late picks. I'm not really going to go over those. And then, obviously, the, the, the big ones started dropping here. So the first one here was, was me and Walt. Um, I give up Christian McCaffrey. Walt gives up Devontae Smith in a first. Um, I've heard a lot of different angles on this one, and most of them are Walt got robbed. Um, I don't I don't agree that he got robbed. Do I think that his team fits the mold of a team that should be trading for Christian McCaffrey as it's currently made up? No, I, I don't. But this is, Walt's been kind of doing this now, three, four years running. He wants to win. He wants to win bad. And he's willing to give up the future if he could win today. So that's what this move is. You know, he trades for Christian McCaffrey, who's on a big contract. You know, he's 27 years old. <clears throat> I think everybody thinks Christian McCaffrey has, what, Two years left as an absolute uber elite player. Like, I mean, he's literally the number one player in redraft fantasy football right now. Maybe even three, you know, as a, as a first-round pick. You know, just being a, a, a receiving back, you know, not a guy who's necessarily pounding the ball between the rock and then or between the, the tackles and the, the, the 49ers as a whole are just so good that, I mean, yeah, I, I don't see Christian McCaffrey falling off in the next three years. But then after that, you know, he's going into age 30 season. That, I mean, technically speaking... He would be a dinosaur for a running back. So from that perspective, I 100% understand it. And then for me, obviously, I, I give up my high end this year, um, you know, giving up a 300-plus point Christian McCaffrey, probably way more than that. I don't even know what he scored here. Let me see if I can get this to load quickly. Come on, come on. Last year, CMC 330, you know, so I'm giving up 100-plus points to, to get a younger player at wide receiver, which I am trying to, to add wide receivers, and, you know, a first-round pick, which in my mind is a pretty good team, probably middle of the pack or a pretty good pick, probably a middle-of-the-pack pick with a chance to be a high pick because you just never know with Walt. Um, so that's kind of why I did it. You know, I'm just trying to extend my window, even if that means that I, I lose a little high end this year. You know, if it adds another year or two to my window, I'm all in. Um, so Walt then makes a trade. He gives up Van Jefferson and his 2025 first, and he gets George Pickens. And if you guys are not in a group chat with Kobe um, and haven't paid attention, there is this, this gif of George Pickens st standing in front of like a TV getting drafted, doing this weird little head nod while he's, he just looks totally ridiculous. And Kobe used to send it all the time. And Walt immediately sent it when he made that trade. So he was very excited. Um, so I actually really like this move for Walt. Uh, for Dave, though, like, to me, this, like, is this signaling, are you going into a rebuild? Like, I don't really know, like, from, from Dave's perspective, like, where he's at with this. Um, I, know, I know he's had a lot of people texting him trying to get, you know, like, a Garrett Wilson you know, um, I don't even remember now who he has. Amon Ra, I think he's got. And then I think he's got one more young, Dotson. Um, so he's, he's got lots of wide receivers that a lot of people are very interested in. So I'm, I'm not really sure. Um, I know I contacted him like, hey, you know, so if, if this signals a rebuild, like, let's make a deal. Like, I want to spend some of these picks. I would love to give some of these young wide receivers. Let's figure this out. But he says he doesn't want to go into a rebuild. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. So maybe he's just not high on Pickens. 
that's very possible. I know he's kind of a polarizing player in Dynasty football. So, yeah, in interesting trade, but I, I actually prefer this one for Walt. Next trade, River Rats giving up Mike Williams, Zaven Collins, who is an edge player this year, which is weird, and a 2025 first-round pick from Julian. That all goes to Scott. Scott gives up Stephon Diggs. So Julian continues to go all in. I mean, he is... His team is better than Walt's. I have no, I have no doubt about that. I mean, just got a way higher end outcome with you know, he's just deeper. But man, he hit, once it's over for him, it is over. And Walt's in that same boat. Like Walt, the dark ages are coming back for Walt. The dark ages are going to happen for Julian. Like he has so many older players: Hopkins, now Diggs, Derrick Henry. I mean, it just Alvin Kamara. Like he has spent all his draft capital to be uber high end last year and this year. And it's the high-end outcome is still there for him, and he just got great news with Alvin Kamara. With I mean, he, we haven't found out his suspension yet, but his worst-case scenario is six games. So, I mean, that's fantastic news. I mean, he could have theoretically been in jail. Who knows? But, yeah, great news for him on that front. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see, you know, if Walt or Julian are able to actually take this thing home in the next year or two, then, then all this is worth it. You know, then when you enter the Dark Ages, you got a ship to show for it. But if they don't, whew, that's, that's going to hurt. Um, for Scott, I like this deal. Um, like I said, I like getting Mike Williams. I like love getting Julian's first two years out. Um, Zayvon Collins being an edge player, like it truly seems like he is an edge player. But if he doesn't actually move to edge, even though everyone is saying he will, if he doesn't and he plays, you know, inside linebacker in that three-four, that's going to be a heck of a cheat code there. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, me and Ryan made a trade. We were talking a little shit back and forth. He thinks he's better than Walt. I think Walt's better than him. We made a trade. We swapped firsts. Um, I have no idea what this dude was thinking. I think he's just a little high on his own team, to be completely honest with you. I think I upgraded at least two or three draft positions, maybe more, maybe even the 1.01. You know I'm going to be rooting for that all year. If I can root against Ryan and theoretically get the 101 in this class, oh, my God. It's, I wish I did have time to do pods every Tuesday or every Thursday this year because I would be flaming this dude. But I'll do my best. Uh, next trade, last one, just me and Corey swapping 2025 first, just a bet on ourselves. Nobody likes to root against themselves. But that was really it for trades. A lot of action in the last month here, last three weeks actually, um, but a lot, a lot of fun. All right, let's talk about the draft. Like I said, I've got about 10 minutes here left. Um, like I said, offseason of Rich. I mean, what a, what a way to go out here. Obviously, he had lots of picks. I mean, he's got, what, four or five. He ended up, only ended up making seven picks here but he takes Bijan, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Dalton Kincaid, Jonathan Mingo who by the way I am like falling in love with but you know me big big wide receiver wide open depth chart you know got some size speed going like that's that's my kind of guy so I love that pick in the end of the first obviously our boy Jack Campbell they're at 201 um, and then he's got a running back I think it's Roshan Johnson here in the third and Zach Evans in the third as well so he definitely he went after it. He's got a lot of future assets left still, um, but you've got to love that the starting point for him. Um, you know, Kincaid being tied to Josh Allen, that's nothing wrong with that. And then Smith and Jigba was many people's number one wide receiver in the class, So, and he took him as his wide receiver one. So, uh, For Rico, though, another really a great offseason. Um, Rich actually shared that. I don't even remember now who who did it. Maybe it was, it was Keep Trade Cut. Um, the Keep Trade Cut breakdown of our league which showed Rico as like the dynasty darling of our league, which is pretty, it's pretty awesome. I mean, it's, there's no doubt that when you look at leagues like dynasty league football or dynasty rankings, like he has like a plethora of those guys, you know, his team is, is very sexy from a dynasty's perspective. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's pretty good looking team. There's, there's no major holes. It's, it's truly, it's like where Corey was 
really two two off seasons ago, you know, before he kind of really started to go all in. Just that, just looking at it, how could this team possibly fail? And Corey, you know, I, I said that year that he would make the playoffs, and I believe that he did. I'd have to look back to confirm that, but I think Enrico's right there. I think he's kind of like Corey was coming into that year. Like he, his range of outcomes is very wide. Like he, all these guys could hit, and you know, like everybody thinks these guys are going to be elite, like Chris Olave. You know, these guys are going to be elite, blah blah blah. This is the next great thing, and if they hit. His high-end outcome is he could be playing for a championship if they if they all progress. You know, a mediocre mediocre projection progression. Struggling here. You know, maybe he's a, a low-end just sneaking into the playoff team. Or if they don't progress, um, and we have seen that historically, that has happened too. Um, if they don't progress, then he is you know middle of the pack to in that grouping for 101. Um, I I really don't see him as a team in the grouping for 101 this year, but anything is possible. But taking Gibbs at 102. I think everybody thought that was the obvious play. I agree that was the obvious play. Um, Addison at 105, I think that's a good pick. Um, hopefully he can stay tied to Kirk Cousins there. Uh, Laporta at 114, I got no problems with it. You know, I, I've always said I'm higher on Mayer. I believe Mayer did go over him. Yes, he did. In our draft, um, not, a, not an ND fan, but watching Mayer, you know, my wife's ND fan, the Lynch boys, ND fans. There's a couple guys, you, you watch ND, you see these guys, and you're like, holy crap, like, this dude is legitimate. Like, he is good. Um, I felt that way, was it last year or two years ago? Um, they had that safety Kyle Hamilton came out. Like, that dude's good. Like, you, he's a guy you want on your team. He's real good. And that's kind of how I feel about Mayer. He's a stud. Um, second round, a lot of, lot of players here for him. I like Miles Murphy, late third. That's a good pick. So I like, I like kind of where he went. I think he made really good moves to his team this year. I think he's in good position going forward. Um, I do like what Brennan did. You know, Quentin Johnson at four. He was probably my wide receiver one in this class. Again, I like size speed. I like being paired with a nice quarterback. I've already said I like Mayer. Um, the worst first round, I mean, it's, it's I don't know. I'm going to give it to Kellen because I, I'm not huge on Zay Flowers. You know, you take a Baltimore wide receiver at 106, that's, that hurts, man. That, that sucks. And then a third round running back, you know, Kendra Miller, who is – what's his best case outcome this year he plays well for the six let's say the six that Camara's out and then he's taking a back seat I mean they brought in Jamal they're gonna they're gonna play him they brought him in they spent money on him so I don't think he gets much at all out of Kendra Miller this year and then next year theoretically right he could take over but I just don't know I don't know I don't know if I see that in his range of outcomes um, I don't necessarily love Scott's either like Zach Charbonnet at 107 now, I said this in Waffle at the time, too. Like, that, to me, this is an indication of how weak this draft is, that we're talking about these three players right here, Zay Flowers, Kendry Miller, Zach Charbonnet, as mid-first-round picks. Like, that's, that's a tough year for me. That's definitely not in love with these players at that range. Like, you, typically you're picking and you're like, all right, this, this guy is, I think he's going to be all right. You know, but I just don't, I don't know. I don't see it with those guys. Um, second round, I, I like what Ryan did. Um, Bryce Young, Downs, uh, Javon Reed, whatever the hell his name is. So decent players there. Um, Kellen did take a guy that I wanted. Um, I had tried to couple, move in a couple different times to get Rashi Rice because, you know, I'm trying to get this Mahomes stack back, and it's proving impossible for me. But, uh, yeah, I mean, lots of, lots of good players here in the second round. Third round, I do like what Walt did. I liked the Tank Dell pick. I think that was good. Uh, looking at it, Brian Branch, um, if this C.J. Gardner-Johnson thing actually is real and he is hurt, it sounds like he's dodged a bullet, but we'll see yet. Um, if Branch isn't playing corner, I love him as a safety, but if he is playing corner, I'm not sure his upside's really there. And then looking at the fourth round picks, uh, least favorite pick, Hendon Hooker. I mean, we don't have a taxi squad. I can't imagine burning a, a roster spot on a 
25-year-old quarterback with one ACL, I just it's not not for me. Um, guys that I yes, I mean that's really that's really it for the draft. I mean it was a it was an okay draft. I liked the high-end talent, obviously, um, but the the mid-first I think is disappointing. I loved the defensive guys. Great pick by Scott with Will Anderson. It might have been a might have been a touch early, but Will Anderson is one of those guys though who is an absolute game changer. Um, obviously, you love Captain Jack. You know, a linebacker is pretty pretty thin after him, um, so I think that was a fantastic pick there uh, by who was that there? That was Bijan again. So great pick there for him. Wasn't really a great class as far as like uh, safeties go. Depth behind Jack at linebacker. You know, Jack has you know he's got the athleticism. He seems to be a very intelligent player. He uh, <laughs> insert Ryan comments here. Um, high draft capital. He kind of has it all as far as what you're looking for for a linebacker. But yeah, this should uh, should be very interesting. Like I said, I'm hopefully hopefully we can get uh, some people together. Hopefully I can find some time. Hopefully we can get you know these teams broken down. Um, I know the worst case scenario for me is I will put everyone together and I'll do another segment, um, kind of like this, and at least you know put my rankings out there. If you want to do the same, you know, create your own segment. You're absolutely welcome to do that. If you want to host a pod, I know Rich is itching to get after it. Um, I know a couple times I know Kellen and Brendan have been talking about it. We just can't seem to find a, a weekend where we're all together. Um, so hopefully we can get that done and get you guys some content. But uh, I wanted to put this out there, and um, hopefully we can uh, get a lot more going here. So good luck to everybody, and uh, let's all root for Ryan to be dog shit. So all right, talk to you later.